Pierced by night did love his heart assail, he slept no more than doth a nightingale. Courteous he was, humble, willing, and able, and carved before his father at the table. Also there was a nun, a prioress, and she went smiling, innocent and coy. The greatest oath she swore was by St. Loy, and she was known as Madame Eglantine. Full well she sang the services divine, intoning through her nose right prettily, and fair she spoke her French unfluently, after the school of Stratford at the Bow. The French that Paris spoke she didn't know. Well taught she was at table, she would let no food fall from her lips, she never wet her fingers deeply in the sauce, with care she raised each morsel, well would she beware lest any drop upon her breast should fall, in manners she delighted above all, ever to use the ways of court she tried, and sought to keep her manner dignified that all folk should be reverent of her. But speaking of her heart and character, such pity had she, and such charity, that if she saw a trapped mouse she would cry, if it had died, or even if it bled. And she had little dogs to which she fed fine roasted meat, or milk, or dainty bread. How would she weep if one of them were dead, or any one should strike it viciously? She was all heart and sensibility. Her face was fair and pleated wimple draped, her eyes were grey as glass, her nose well shaped, her mouth full small, and thereto soft and red. But of a truth she had a fair forehead, a span in breadth, or I should be surprised, for certainly she was not undersized. Handsome her cloak, as I was well aware, and wrought of coral, round her arm she bare a bracelet all of beads and green gourd strung, and down from this a golden pendant hung, a brooch on which was written a crowned A, followed by Amor Vincit Omnia. A monk there was, as fair as ever was born, an outrider that loved the hounds and horn, a manly man, to be an abbot able, full many a blooded horse he had in stable, and when he rode ye might his bridle hear, jingle upon the whistling wind as clear and loud as ever the chapel bell could ring, where this same monk and lord was governing. The rules of Morris and of Benedict, these being ancient now and rather strict, this monk ignored, and let them go their ways, and laid a course by rules of newer days. And his opinion here was good, I say, for why go mad with studying all day, poring over a book in some dark cell, and with one's hands go labouring as well, as Austin bids? How shall the world be served? Let Austin's work for Austin be reserved." Therefore he hunted hard and with delight. Greyhounds he had as swift as birds in flight. To gallop with the hounds and hunt the hare, he made his joy and no expense would spare. I saw his sleeves trimmed just above the hand, with soft grey fur the finest in the land. And fastening his hood beneath his chin, wrought out of gold he wore a curious pin. A love-knot at the larger end there was. His head was wholly bald and shone like glass, as did his face, as though with ointment greased. He was full, fat, and sleek, this lordly priest. His fierce, bright eyes that in his head were turning like flames beneath a copper cauldron burning, his supple boots, the trappings of his steed, showed him a prelate, fine and fair indeed. He was not pale like some tormented ghost. 
he loved a fat swan best of any roast. Next, all in motley garbed, a merchant came with a forked beard. High on his horse he sat, upon his head a Flanders beaver hat. His boots were buckled fair and modishly. He spoke his words with great solemnity, having in mind his gain in pounds and pence. He wished the sea, regardless of expense, kept safe from Middleburg to Orwell. Cunningly could he buy French crowns or sell, and great sagacity in all ways showed. No man could tell of any debt he owed, so stately was his way in everything, his loans, his bargains, and his trafficking. In truth, a worthy man withal was he, and yet I know not what his name might be. A Franklin in this company appeared, as white as any daisy shone his beard. Sanguine was his complexion, he loved dearly to have his sop in wine each morning early.